So if a flock has been designated as a lowland flock uh, on the census, they will be on the lowland option. And what that means is they must purchase a ram that is genomically tested four and five star on the replacement or the terminal index and be a scrapie type one, two or three. Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Overcast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode, we'll bring you this insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. I'm joined in this week's episode by Kevin McDermott, Sheep Ireland Manager, to talk to us about the genotype ram task that forms part of the sheep improvement scheme. Kevin starts off by explaining what's involved in the task for lowland and hill producers. We talk about ram eligibility and Kevin explains how we can identify these rams using either the Sheep Ireland Ram Search Tool or in the sales catalogues. We also discuss the importance of getting recording established in the hill sector and efforts of the different breeding groups over the past year to get this off the ground. We finish up the episode discussing the number of eligible rams that are available this season. We start off with Kevin discussing the importance of checking the rams early in season and planning this year's purchases. Now is the time to be to be checking what you have. Uh, you know, there's a good chance rams might have been a little bit forgotten over the last couple of weeks and months. And you know, you really need to be checking them now to make sure they're in working order. If you're planning on using them, you know, come end of August, early September time, um, to give you time to correct any issues that could be there. The calendar's gone around quite quick this year. We are really into ram sale season over the next couple of weeks, right into August. Kevin, I suppose one of the other big changes this year in his sheep improvement scheme and the ram genotype task in it. We might just tease that one out a little bit more. What is the task going to be first? And we'll talk about who it applies to. Yeah, so the, ta- the task, the genotype ram task, so it's um, it's broken up into two areas, actually, Kieran. So you have the, 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 the lowland side of it and the hill side. So if a flock has been designated as a lowland flock uh, on the census, they will be on the lowland option. And what that means is they must purchase a ram that is genomically tested four and five star on the replacement or the terminal index and be a scrapie type one, two or three. So that's kind of, that's the main criteria for those lowland ones. So I'll just give that again. So they must be purchased, which is one of the first things. So you actually have to purchase the ram in the year you've selected. He must be genomically tested uh, four or five stars replacement or terminal index and scrapie type one, two or three. On the hill side then, so if your flock's been designated as a hill flock via the, the census data, you you can purchase a hill ram. The criteria for that is slightly different, and that's because the number of hill flocks you have performance performance recording uh, to date is, is very low. So the target, I suppose, in terms of the, the improvement for the scheme is different. So the target for the hill sector is to try and establish some parentage information. So for the hill flock, they're going to try to purchase a ram that's DNA sire verified, which means we have linked the sire of the ram uh, to uh, to himself via DNA. They also must be scrapie type one, two, or three. Uh, so just a slightly different criteria there. Now the other option for the hill flocks is the is the lowland ram option is also available. So if you're designated as a hill flock, you could be going out buying your DNA sire verified Scotch blackfish ram, or you could be purchasing your your Texel four or five star genotype ram as well. So you've actually got two options available to you on the hill sector. Okay, so slightly different. I suppose, Kevin, just we might delve into that in a moment, but just maybe finish that out. That ram has to be purchased within the first three years, and then if you're a larger flock, you have to go again? Yes, so the year you select is, is important. So you have to purchase the ram in the year you've selected. Um, and for every flock, they must have that. The first year they selected would have been from year one to three. 
if your flock has a reference number of greater than 150 ewes, um, you must complete the task a second time at some point in the in the preceding years to year five. And again, you would have selected that year when you were applying to the scheme. So it's important to know what, what year you selected so you can be working up towards that. Okay, so that's the basics of the way. We'll just maybe delve into the rams themselves a little bit more. So the lowland ram, he has to be four or five star. That's four or five star replacement terminal within breed. Uh, yes, yeah, so with the stars at the moment are all within breed. Um, so there's there's only the one star rating to, to go from. There's no across breed star ratings like you would get in cattle. Um, so the it's it's and the other thing and look we might touch on it later is it it'll be pretty clear to see when you're looking at a catalogue or at the ram searcher when you're looking at the stars of an animal, the the eligibility of that ram for the scheme will be clearly displayed as well in terms of a, a big green SIS button with a tick or a red box with an X. That's a notable change too. So just on that ram given the star index is on the day of purchase, whether we purchase privately at home or on at a sale, it's the day you purchase them, that's when the valuations that's that's when it's that's when it's important, yeah, yeah. So you know, I suppose there's there's a small bit of buyer beware just to be, you know, if if you know if, if someone has printed out their star ratings now on the on the first of July and they're using that to sell rams, uh, you know, they're using that sheet as a way of selling rams right into the end of September, October. Things could have changed in that time afterwards, like you know. So you, the the evaluations update every week as more information comes in. And that's for the benefit of the commercial farmer so that they can be, you know, making the most accurate decisions they can make at any point in time. Now, once an animal is genotyped, generally, like their star ratings don't move much um, for the rest of the year because uh, it's pretty powerful information we're getting. But it is something you just need to be aware of that it's the star ratings on the day of purchase. I would put a, a caveat in that as well, Kieran, uh, just, you know, that there is a little, a little bit of wiggle room there, I suppose. In a lot of pedigree sales scenarios the catalogs will be run a week or two in advance of course in in, in the unlikely scenario uh, but it can happen in the unlikely scenario a ram is put into a catalog and that catalog will be generated two weeks before the sale and he's in as an SAS, SAS eligible ram and for whatever reason say that ram's star ratings dropped a little bit between there and the day of the sale and on the day of the sale maybe the ram himself isn't eligible because he's dropped a little bit you know, the catalogue will suffice. So if he was eligible in the catalogue, you'll be okay, even if he has dropped a little bit in the time being. There's a, there's a little bit of grace that has to be built into that there system. Has to be, there has to be, yeah. Like, and I, you know, look, a, a common sense approach would tell you, well, you know, that was bought in good faith. Uh, the catalogue was, you know, you have to take the catalogue at, at its word. And we can't have people, um, we can't have people questioning what's in the catalogue for every animal. There are pedigree breeders out there will have a lot of eligible rams, four and five stars. Day two, if they're in the scheme, have to purchase a ram. They have the same rules apply, yes, so they must purchase a ram um, that, that meets the criteria. Now, look, for the vast, vast majority of pedigree breeders, um, you know, the, the ram that they'd be purchasing for their flock anyway would probably meet this criteria. In the vast majority of cases, most breeders now would be looking for a ram that's high, high indexed and genotyped ahead of sale anyway. Okay, so just maybe uh, on the lowland, we just tease one last bit of it out. The age of that ram, I purchased. So look, at most rams are going to be traded as ram rams, be a small percentage of hoggets. Older rams could potentially also be eligible, Kevin, could they? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So like, you know, some breeders um, have been genotyping for a number of years now, back as far as, you know, 2018 even. Breeders were genotyping their ram lambs, the best of them. Um, so some of those are still out there uh, for 
uh, certainly. And if they are being re- if they're being recirculated this year, you know, maybe someone bought a ram two years ago, has used them now. Daughters coming through the flock, and they want to resell that animal. That animal would be would be eligible for the scheme as long as it met the other criteria of the star ratings and the genotype and the scraping. Okay. And, and the same would go for on the hill sector as well. So you, you touch a number of aspects of eligibility. Let's delve in a bit more. How do we find out if a RAM is SAS eligible? So how do you check it out? We maybe if we go with the RAM search first and we talk about yeah. the catalog. So look, the RAM search is the I suppose is the go to. It's, it's the gold standard. It's the it's the last line, or it's it's you know it's the one that gives you the last version of the truth. Um, so it's a very useful website, I suppose, and, and you can use it in two different ways. The first way is. Um, you know, say you don't have a RAM in your goal, you're going out looking for a RAM to, to meet the criteria for you. You can go in and, for example, you know, take your own county um, here and you, know, you could say, look, I'm looking for a Suffolk and Cabin that's SIS eligible. You can go in and put in those criteria. It'll bring you back the list of RAMs that meet the criteria. And, uh, you know, the breeders contact information is there. So that, that can help uh, link farmers with breeders to, to, to meet, to get the RAMs that they need. The second way someone could use the the RAM search is uh, they're looking at a RAM, a specific RAM in front of them, whether it's their own RAM or a RAM they're thinking of buying, and they can type in the the exact tag number of that RAM into the RAM search, and that brings back that brings back all that RAM's details um, around the stars and ancestry, but it also clearly identifies is this RAM SAS eligible or not. It's a traffic light system essentially, Kevin. It's a green box and SAS eligible in it. You can't really miss it on it. No, it's right at the top of the page beside the RAMS ID. It's, it's in a very prominent position. Yeah. Okay, so that, that simplifies it. What about if we're at sale and we're looking at a catalogue? In a catalogue, then, it's, it's a very similar scenario. Uh, we've, we've added a big um, box to the top right-hand side of the catalogues. Um, similarly, if, if the RAM is eligible for the, screen, for the scheme, uh, there'll be a big SAS box on the top right with a, with a tick in it. Uh, and if the catalogue's printed in colour, you'll see that in green. Um, so it, it's it's the so for the farmer who's looking at these animals, they don't necessarily have to go and check to see has he got the stars, has he got the scrapey, has he got the genomic evaluation. If they have all of those things, they'll have the big green SAS tick. Uh, so if it has that, you know it's met the criteria for you. It's kept it very straightforward. Yeah, it, it ha- and, and look, and that's what we want. We want this to be as streamlined and as simple for for farmers as possible. Um, and look, just having that one place to look and you have a, 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 an immediate answer of yes or no. Look, we talked just about the hill sector for a moment and the hill task, and I know your team has put in a huge amount of work over the past number of months, along with a lot of breeders around the country in getting Ram's genotype, getting that up and going. It is potentially a game changer for the hill sector. Yeah, look, it's huge, Kieran. It's huge. Um, you know, we've, we've never had something like this for the hill sector before in terms of, you know, having... a, a a breeding element involved in a national scheme and look it is it is early doors uh, it's, it's very you know it's breeding 101 level in terms of we're, we're just trying to establish a little bit of ancestry information but look a huge effort has been and as you said by by both the sheep ireland team and and the different breeding groups around the country so at the, at the minute like we've engaged with uh, i think it's 17 different hill breeding groups all over the country uh, to you know try and get dna collected from these rams and you know, I think you know David, for example, who's who's our um, who is our hill representative. I think has collected somewhere in the region of twelve hundred samples uh, to date on hill animals himself. 
as well as other samples that would have been collected by breeders themselves by you know going through the normal means of just getting tags sent out in the post and collecting so a huge effort got in there um, and you know it's, it's really going to be after we've done this for a couple of years we really start to see the reaping the rewards of it when we really start to build up some ancestry and build up some information around the genotype of the animals and even even already um you know we're seeing some interesting results in terms of um you know the the different scrapey profiles for the different strains of animals you know for your like your person lanarks and mayos and swales they're they, they are coming back a little bit differently and even early early indications is showing that we we actually will be able to decipher the breed of an animal based on the DNA. Now, so this isn't news on the lowland side. We know we can decipher between a Texel and a Suffolk, no problem. We weren't sure would we be able to decipher the difference between, say, a Lanark and a Perth, because obviously they're that bit closer together and didn't have the flock book over the years. But initial indications would tell us that we can. And, you know, that's, that's going to be really, really interesting information to be able to feed back to breeders at some point in the future. As well as the whole ability for inbreeding and everything else in the absence of a flock, but previously that's going to be huge for the breeders themselves. It is, and and genomic uh, inbreeding coefficients. Like there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff we can do with this uh, data now that's in to help farmers and help breeders and breeding groups. Um, you know, and it'll just take a little bit of time to work our way through it. No, it's good to see because look, we have to remember they make up a large proportion of our yield flock and lambs are produced every year, so it can any change there, any improvement there can have a big effect. For sure, yeah, yeah, and look, certainly a big focus of ours now for the next three years is to is to keep that momentum going on the hillside. Look, it brings up the next point, and I suppose a lot of farmers will have this query: Will there be sufficient numbers of rams out there? Well, probably a lot. Kevin would have opted for year one for this task, um, and that question's coming up: Will there be enough four and five star rams available? Yeah, so look, there we as I, as I said there, like you know, and and I think the hillside first, for example, you know, we've we've collected a lot of samples already this year. Um, and and uh, there's more out there to come in, and we know that. So if we can keep the trajectory going uh, on the hillside, I, you know, we we will have enough rams out there and comfortable. Uh, on the lowland side, look, it's it's similar. Um, you know, there's there's been thousands of ram lambs genotyped to date, and and they're still coming. So I suppose the big one is where we're going. To, we're in constant communication with breeders to to keep going and get get the animals that they have that would be eligible for the scheme genotyped um, and if we can keep that momentum going with the breeders forward. So that's an important one, like if someone went in on the RAM search today and looked for the total numbers available, that number is going to increase a lot over the coming two to three weeks. Yeah, yeah. so like, you know, for example, I think we loaded, um, you know, we loaded a thousand samples again there last week and we're due to load potentially another thousand in the next 10 days. Uh, so you know they're they're coming through at a, at a pretty decent rate. Um, now that count on the RAM search, I suppose the way that filter search is set up, that only that gives you the count of eligible animals in in the flock that they were born in. So we have the first premier sale now, for example, happening in two weeks' time, and and for the Vendines in the middle of July. So as animals are marked as sold out of breeders' flocks, they'll no longer appear on that filter search. So once we get to mid-July, we'll actually have animals coming off the search as well as going on. So, you know, look, that's, that will never that will never really display the full amount of animals that were available over the course of the year. Okay, so it's a case of not panicking. There is more going to be coming through and there's more yeah. potential available there as well. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, look, it was good getting an update for me. It's an important task for breeders to be aware of and your opening line is as valid as ever. Start checking your rams at the moment. Now's the time to plan. Do you need to purchase one? And particularly 
for the scheme. Start doing your homework on it. For sure, and even like for some for some flocks, you know, check the you know check if you're if some people are planning on maybe even you know moving or moving on their own stock rams this year to, to you know to switch them out for another ram. Check them on the ram search as well before you sell them. Maybe they're eligible for the scheme as it stands, and you know you could advertise them as such. Then when you're going to your local mart, uh, you know, look, and that that might be worth a little bit extra to you. Then. Good point, Kevin. Look, I appreciate your time today. It's an important topic, so it is good having you on. All right, thanks, Kieran. We'll leave it there for this week's episode. I have included a link in the description to the Cheap Ireland Rams search tool. It's a very useful way of checking out Rams eligible and finding Rams in your own area. That's it for me. Again, for updates from our sheep program, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chocolate Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us for more episodes.